Hello, hello people. My name is Ayomide Fadumi. And my name is Wansalia Tia. Welcome to A Flight From Africa podcast. On this journey, through the lens of all the identities we behold, we share our stories, our truth, and how we leave our differences. In the world that taught us being too different, it's not welcome. So journey with us right here on this flight. A, a Flight From, from Africa! Africa! You want hey guys, people, people. Is it chill with the big voice? Would you usher us into the pod before you start Usher us into the pod. Hey people, you can see the vibe, it's already in my head. Yeah, I guess uh quite a week. But guys, hey people, how are you guys doing? I hope you guys are doing great. We miss you guys so much. We think, man, we're so happy for the last episode. I know we came back with some ginger in the beginning of the year. So get ready. It's going to be amazing. Okay. Get ready, guys. But welcome. Thank you for joining us today. We're excited that you are on this ride with us. We appreciate you. We love you. Say thank you for the immense support. Okay. Today, guys. We have something amazing for you guys. Like, literally, you're going to love this topic that we have. Before we even talk about the topic, you know, you have to know about what, what's been going on with our lives. You know what I mean? I am your day. This hey. guy just blowing. Because I want to chill with a big So, yes, girl, how have you been? Like, literally, have you been? I know you guys had this little snow in Georgia. You guys been feeling yourself. But no problem. Literally. We are really feeling ourselves. If I, I the, the way I recorded this past two days, like oh, you can Lord. tell, I'm from a state that is not used to snow. So okay. the snow has definitely been good, you know. But life-wise, you know, I've been on that also, even though hustle. I don't want to use that word. Yeah, I've been on that hustle so that I can chill with the big boys, you know. I want hey, to big yes. boys. I'm doing wiki. Is it wiki wiki? I mean, it's what, the Something kitty kitty. Exactly. Yeah, because I want to, you know, I want to chill with the big guys. So, okay, okay. Getting it ready. You know, I want to bam bam for sure. Hey, bam bam. (laughs) 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 It keeps playing my head. Um, Girl, I have been great. Um, I mean, the weather, at least my voice sounds much better than what it was. I I know pretty much for you and I, it's like this sickness thing, this thing comes and goes, but it's no problem. You know, we're here in the name of Jesus, and yep. yes, that's what it is. But yeah, it's just been quite a time. But I'm grateful. I ask you when I say what's up with you, you get it, you have to give us that relationship, Jesus. I am so Jeez. you gotta give us the juice. relationship. Uh, am I in a relationship? Yeah, is well, is dating relationship? Are you dating? I'm talking to people. Hey, I want to bam bam. <laughs> Give us the juice. How is it going? How's that life going? Um, it's quite interesting and intriguing, also, because you get to meet people that you guys are too much alike. And then you're like, oh, it becomes a little bit scary because it's like, what? It's, yeah, you guys are too much alike. The person is th- basically what you're thinking, the person also thinks the same thing at the same time. So you're just like, okay, you know me too much, you know, because. Uh-huh. I don't know. You know how to see have a mirror, right? 
and you yeah. have a Mary see yourself you're like damn okay like literally but yeah any meet other people who are just cool calm collected which is that so you know nice for you girl oh my gosh I'm crying I've been now. No, I'm, I'm just Aww. talking to people you know just getting to know Aww. people you know, and also funny enough, right? You know how we talk about you know dating outside of your culture and stuff, like outside of you know, <clears throat> you know. Remember, I say you can date other Africans. You know, you don't have to be from your country. So basically, seeing people that are not the tip, my typical people, <laughs> it's really different. Getting a perspective because at the end of the day, there are good people out there. You know, so sometimes just giving getting the opportunity to know people can help a whole lot instead of having this generic or general stereotype that society have already put on every group of people because of this this whole stereotype thing. So it's really cool getting to know people. But I'm still waiting for you for you to introduce me to that Yoruba guy you've been waiting to introduce me to. Literally. <laughs> yes. You get to know at the same time. How many men can you date at one time? You just said, me that was like, oh, how? Oh my gosh, it knows your mind. You know, I'm getting excited hearing this gist of this man that I saw I like with you or just like you. And then you're over here telling me the Nigerian man. There's no Nigerian man anyway, it's canceled. It can be canceled, child. <laughs> I'm, I'm single, like literally. <laughs> I need introduction, like seriously. Oh my goodness, yeah, I am so done with you. Yeah, bomb bomb. I don't. Oh, you know, hey, you don't chill with oh, the yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I, people are cool. You get to know people. You get to see. Yeah. I think we have to be, and also be intentional about who you give your time to, because time, are, your time is very precious, right? So. If you're giving your time to something, that means there might be something in it that you want to get to know deeper, not just on the surface level. You just want to get to know somebody. And sometimes things don't have to be like, oh, marriage, you know, it can just be more of like, oh, you, you're just you just form a friend and that person can be a friend. That's That can be a long lasting friendship. So it just doesn't have to be, you know, the normal way that people sees it. So that's what I think, though. Yeah, I yeah, get ma- that. I get that. Look at you. Eh? This year is just, it's just treating you well. Back as a back. single babe, Hey, come as a single. Hey, Jesus, God. Wait, where is my own? So I bet I can flex and say, as a single babe, I'm just, you know. But we're single. Are we married? We're not. We're, yeah. spent, we're, just, we're waiting for our king. For yes. Sure. We're looking for, we're waiting for John <laughs> or Paul or Peter or Oscar or I don't know what name I'm coming up with. Oh, why did you have to start with biblical names? Like <laughs> we have to like, remind people we're still Christian, no. <laughs> you have to remind people because you know sometimes we be deviating our views. Yeah, so for them wow. to understand. So if you're off there, you're trying to DM explain to our DM, please do. Don't worry. We will we'll, we'll answer any John, any Paul, any Peter, <laughs> any Samuel, any Solomon, like anyone, you know what I mean? Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my but yeah, I mean, that's Christian, Christian guys, and you know, it makes no difference. I'm telling you, people think because the person is in church, that means yeah, nah. no church is the it's, hospital. It's Everybody demons. is sick coming to church. Uh, and they're in different stop. spaces. Their sickness is has different levels. Some yeah. of them need a little passion. Some of them need there's a lot of healing that needs to take place. So yeah. you can just see a brother in the church. You'd be like, oh, you know, he's my husband. No, let him get <laughs> like. Heal, 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 heal. You know what I mean? I know, I and know, yeah, I know. yeah. I Somebody once said that there's no specific one person, like God created this one person for you. Like we need to chill out with that. Like God would think, oh my 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 specific man, 
No, God, God have somebody, multiple people, godly people for you. And then if they come your way, you see what you, you know, like, it don't have to be like that one person, you know, yes. and then yes. you'll keep on waiting because maybe the right person have come, but because you have this imaginative view, the person you want, mm-hmm. you end up losing out. 100%. What you said right now is powerful. Like that approach that we always have to relationship as if God only has one man in store for us. And if mm-hmm. we miss that one man, we don't have any chance at love or happily True. ever after. It's just BS. I know? agree so with you. Yeah. I really love that point. You know, and it's a way to my older, older ladies that are like, society is pressuring you every now and then. <laughs> I see, you know. Uh, if you're not married, you have not, you know, had one of life accomplishment. It's okay. Married at some point, you'll find the next one. True. The last one. So. It's like people feel like you get married and then you have hit the jackpot. But I think people have a different perspective on marriage because some people see it as like this is it, which is good because that's where their mind is and that's where their purpose is. You know, some people have to be two to do it. You know, yeah. the two become yeah. one and then they, they be a, that purpose partner, you know. And for some people, it's like marriage. You know, we just have to have a, where you are, you know, with God and how you see marriage, you know, because everybody yeah. have a different view. Like the way they see through marriage is different for each individual. However, though, we the single people also have to be very careful. We cannot just stereotype marriage in terms of like, oh, marriage is hard. Marriage, you haven't been there before, so you don't know if it's hard. Someone else's experience might not be your experience. So if you get in the mindset like, oh, marriage is hard. I don't want no guy controlling me. Like, because you already have that pre- preconceived notion that they say what you speak is what you get, to be honest. Yeah. You know, you're manifesting these things out there, putting that out there. And you don't think it will come hunting you back? If you're like, oh, yeah, I don't want to be with it. You, you like, he's the guy, all men are cheats. Then you'll be end up, <laughs> you'll end up with all the cheats. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Because, okay, yeah. I'll just leave it like that. I don't want people coming I mean, to me. <clears throat> if my future husband is listening to this podcast, don't worry, you can control me. And I hope I'm not disappointing other feminists like me. It's okay. You can control you, right? Okay, which, 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 which way is he controlling you? Anywhere he wants. Ah! I thought I was going the same way. It's all good. Hey, okay, okay. Guys, you hear? I say you can control her. Like anywhere. As far as we're going to the same direction. Yes. You know, there's no, yeah, you know, is this, yeah, cool. But I I feel like when you're dating people, you get to ask them some questions. You really get to see how people are because then it gets you like, man, have I been generalizing about people? You know what I mean? Because there are some people who are like just some people who are traditional people. Like, they, you know, they're still in this millennial type of my, you know, world. But the way to see things is just bigger than just what societal, you know, pressure is. So you're like, yeah, so they got some really good people out here who have yeah. hair on their shoulders. It's not yeah. like they're taking the hair on the back of them. They actually have hands on their shoulders and they know where they want. They know where they're going in life. Yeah. And that's really cool to see. But then we're all different. You know, young people, we're all different. We have our expectations yeah. and we like societal, you know, show off because society want this to be this way or if you take a picture of a guy now oh you guys look together but have you thought about if we're purpose partner together not because we look good 
Mm, so true, true. I'll leave it like that. Mm. I mean, in that process of getting to know too, isn't that where like vulnerability comes in? Yes. Know? Your ability to like share your emotions without, you know, feeling uh needles are about to be pointed at you. you know? Yeah, without feeling like you're oversharing. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, you can have the, I think vulnerability have had this thing about that this buzz where I'm vulnerable I was vulnerable I was vulnerable and when you mm-hmm. say in a negative context mm-hmm. right with that vulnerability like the word people make it seem like oh it's it kind of like a negative thing why would you want to be vulnerable to some oh that's a deep breath you just took that's huge <laughs> it's because like what you're saying is I, I can relate to it so much and I'm connecting to it so much so I totally like just lost focus on myself oh, please yeah guys so guess what so today like we literally this is the topic we're going to be talking about vulnerability in relationship but we'll try to tie it with other things too but the main focus is going to be in relationship because that's where the mean buzz when you hear the word vulnerability people see it you know it's, it's a relationship thing you know because that's one of the things that is like everywhere and that's when we hear vulnerability, you hear all this, the negative connotation. But for us today, we just wanted to provide you with a definition. Like, I know there's a lot of definition out there, but I think this is a more feasible definition that might help. Because since we're relating it to, like, relationship. So what, does, uh, what is vulnerability, right? The core, the core of vulnerability is, a con- is consciously choosing to share emotions or desire with others, regardless of how they might see you all react. Hmm. So one more time, the core, okay, the core vulnerability is consciously choosing to share emotions or desire with others, regardless of how they might see you or react. Hmm. So question for you, you know, um, before you said a definition, you were saying something about uh, vulnerability without oversharing. Yeah. Do you think there's levels to vulnerability? Yes, like, there is. There is like ah, a vulnerability of, you know, um, here is a piece of me yeah. and here is so much pieces of me that I am yeah. opening up to you or and a stage where this is the complete piece of me. This is everything yeah. that I am. You think there's stages to it? There's stages to it. And then I really? think, yeah, there's stages to it because you can be, people, you know, we have, okay, let's just say you go on a date, right? Maybe mm. if you, I don't believe in, for me personally, I don't believe in love at first sight, maybe because I haven't experienced it yet. So I don't know. Because for me, there's a thin line between infatuation and, and love. So it's kind of like, I don't know if there's love at first sight, but people who have experienced it, good luck. Uh, amen. Amen. For me, <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't see it that way. So, uh, but if you meet somebody, you, you, if you're connected to them, you know, on the first date, let's just say, for example, on the first date, and you decide to share certain things because, you know, you feel like is this strong connection with this person, you know, like you can share certain things, but you can be vulnerable in that moment, but not too vulnerable because it's just the beginning, right? Because when you see somebody, you can tell if the person is able to handle certain things. When you're talking to somebody, you can see, you can tell if this person is able to handle certain information or not. That, so there's level to the whole vulnerability thing. So you're saying there's a line between sharing and vulnerability. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying like there's a, you know, there's a thing line in oversharing, you know, because if you go on the first date, you can't be talking about your body counts. 
Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So okay, that might be too. Like some people might see it as, oh, too strong, you know, for the guy or for the lady, you know. You're talking about your body count. Maybe that's too strong. That can turn some some people off. So you have to take time to see what the person had is first before you start talking about certain issues. And so maybe based on the conversations that you guys have had, maybe after the first date, and you guys keep in communication and you realize that okay. I'm able to open up a little bit to this person because that's that thing like where you feel sometimes in your mind, you think like, I'm not oversharing too much. And oversharing doesn't mean like, and then it also boils down to boundaries too. Because when some people might be, some people, because people are wired differently, when you start telling them certain things and they feel like, oh, she's oversharing and she don't have boundaries. You know, that's how they might interpret it. But for you, you in your mind, you're just sharing something that is like, important to you and you hope that sharing this piece of you with this person they will understand and appreciate you more or know exactly what you're looking for so that's that's my little cup of tea yeah so i'm thinking right because i always maybe i'm a little bit guilty of being one of those people that always have like the negative context to vulnerability but it's not my fault i don't think it's my fault i'm willing to put that blame on somebody else you know but uh, responsibility for your action ma i i I won't i'm sorry okay maybe i should you should yeah 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 actually yeah i just i didn't want to take that responsibility but um i'm definitely one of those people who thought you know, saying that vulnerability, there's just this negative. It's like, why do I have to? It's like you're giving a piece of yourself to somebody else. Yeah. You know, especially in relationship. And I always thought, why do I need to give a piece of myself? Like, what if, what if uh, something happens now and they already are carrying a piece of me about and with them and yet that relationship ended? Or maybe that relationship is over, but the fact that I was vulnerable with that person, like I've never seen vulnerability. Well, don't let me say I've never seen. Previously, I used to not see vulnerability in any form of good light. But I also have a question. Is sharing simply vulnerability? Or is the difference between sharing, just sharing, and being vulnerable on and being vulnerable the emotional state? Do you know I, the difference? Yeah, so I can share with you about setting things right. And mm-hmm. that might not be vulnerability. I just decided to share. Maybe I get a, a new job. I'm sharing with you. That's not vulnerability. Yeah. It's my excitement, right? Okay. So that's that, but that's still sharing. Vulnerability would be in terms of like maybe some of my deepest stuff that happened. Let's mm-hmm. just say I've been raped. Or something like that. That's a vulnerable thing for me to come out and, and say and tell you that. Because yeah. at that point, I'm basically opening up to the point where it's like it, you take it. I don't know how you will react to, you know, mm-hmm. that situation, right? Because mm-hmm. that's something that is deep, you know, that is more um, one of the precious things, you know, mm-hmm. that have, have kept you for a long time. So yeah. me sharing that, that's like me being vulnerable. You know, and maybe, and with that, with people opening up and being vulnerable in a state, like that's why I say emotions with the definition, right? Consciously, you know, sharing. So like you telling somebody, you tell somebody that, that's you being vulnerable because you don't know how the next person will react. Yeah. You know, it's different when, when I tell you about my job and you react like, oh, that's good. You know, I mean, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to go and not have a sleep over it. But when I tell you something about rape or something else that's so like deep, and then I get that type of reaction, 
Mm-hmm. It can it can hit differently. So it's all about like how the people. That's what the definition said. How the person will react, you know, because yeah, you never know. It. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's that thing, like, so it, that's yeah. why it's vulnerable. That's why it becomes vulnerable because you yeah. don't know the reaction that you're gonna get from the person. Mm-hmm. So it's a slippery slope, and the vulnerability also create like um great intimacy. It helps with intimacy in the relationship. It's not just you know it, cre- it basically increases chances of having your needs met in a relationship if you're vulnerable because charlie if you're not telling the the person you're not opening up and telling them certain things maybe they're setting trigger words for you you know if you don't tell the guy how is he gonna know how is he gonna know he's not gonna know no yes he's he's not like he's not gonna read your mind yeah and then he might do something maybe out of love but it's a trigger for you you know, so then what happens? So vulnerability also helps build intimacy. It basically increases the chances of your needs being met. Mm. So there's that's another thing. It's also and it helps with being authentic. You know, um, as well. People think it's a weakness when you share. You know, you be you become vulnerable, but it's mm-hmm. not. Like people, yeah. I'm people that I'm talking like people that I'm talking to. The first thing I told them, I like guys who are vulnerable with me mm. yeah i remember i told one of somebody and the person was like oh that'll take me some time but guess what i've made them so comfortable that they're able to share certain things with me because my my goal is because i know when you that for example this thing about african men right it's hard for you to get an african men to be vulnerable because the way they have been taught you vulnerability is seen as weakness you're not a man when you when you do this you're not man enough, but mm. sometimes they want to cry. That's mm. the vulnerable side. But they can't. A man can come to you and be like, "My wife beats me." He can't be that vulnerable and say, "My wife beats me," because everybody will be like, "Are you okay? Why will a woman beat you?" Right? Yeah. But there are women who beat their husbands. But the guy won't come out to say that. But when it's the other side, the lady come out. Everybody's who hot, right? Reacting. We. I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> right? Women right, women this. What's about the men right? But he can come out because the way he has been taught, like you'll be you'll be showing your weakness, you mm-hmm. all of these things. So there's that side to it as well. So yeah. it doesn't even help. We're not even helping with the way we have a one-sided like narrative towards mm-hmm. things. And then we let then we expect when we're crying to our partners, we expect them to react. But if they've been built a certain way how how would they understand your your feelings yeah so you i think you also have to create that space where they can feel like okay i can be vulnerable with you i can share something with you i can tell you even vulnerability can even be a guy telling you i love you first oh yeah 100 percent. actually that's like if i have to approach vulnerability especially in relationship is really about opening up about how you feel with this yeah, other by the person yeah literally like what would it take you he's like I, I used to know somebody who would say i oh, love saying and love is such a big deal for me like i i feel like i can just tell you i love you just like that for mm. me that's also a certain level of vulnerability so yeah telling you that 
yeah you're already in a relationship with this person of course you're not friends of course you're not just liking each other there's not much more and love okay i know love has different approach everybody has their approach to love yeah but in this context it's not so much a big deal it's something that is grown it's not something that is perfected right and in divining love too, vulnerability comes in. Yes. Because that's when that person start thinking love is a perfect divination. Is <laughs> you knowing, being completely sure about your feelings and where these feelings are going to go. Literally. What will become of both of you in the future. But vulnerability, like, I think vulnerability is definitely a step up to any relationship. Yep. So the moment you can come down and say, you know what? I love you. But I, I'm learning to love you more. But yeah. this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. Like that ability to be able to share where you are, yeah, where you are to each other emotionally is such a big deal. And I've I've saw that differences in meeting different people. People, like yeah. I can remember the first person I used to talk to. That was definitely a big deal to him. And since we're on the topic of being vulnerable, like he doesn't know how to say I love you. Like even saying I like you is like okay because it's a relationship. I have to say something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, and that was always an issue to me, especially. So, I mean. I'm not even the kind of person who whose uh, love language is words of affirmation. But Ooh. I know that you know where this person's head is at. If you don't share, if you don't get vulnerable with me, I'll never get it. Yeah. And we also go to the perspective of how we're all raised. So if you're raised to only share peace, like for me, relationship is such a big deal. Like we're going to be so into each other. We're pushing each other to the next stage. But if you don't give me updates, if you're not opening up, if I don't, like I want somebody to be able to ask me, so what do you think your boyfriend will be doing right now? Be like, mm, it's probably at work or meeting his mom. Like yes. we have to be so open to that stage that we're able to guess what each other is up to without even telling each other. But yeah. also, you know, like I said before, the way, and you already mentioned that, because of the way we're raised, vulnerability might be something we don't choose. And it might make us approach it in such a negative context, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, she's going to know too much. Oh, fair woman. If you open up, they will, oh God, they will carry you. Oh, my God, yes. You know, stuff like that when it's not necessarily so. At that moment, we don't need to, I, I, and I think for me, the reason I never took vulnerability the way I should have taken it is because I never focused on the moment. It's about, mm-hmm. you know, I, and which is what vulnerability is. I'm like, so after this moment, how would this person view me? After this relationship is over, what would they think? And that piece of me that they're carrying with them, like, how would it make me feel? Vulnerability yeah. is about that emotional state is about right now. Your ability to share with that person. And once you share it, it's done. It's yeah. over with. It's up to them to do whatever they want to do with it because you know where you're coming from, right? So that's the that's I guess that's what fair people are like. But what the, what is this person going to do with it? You know how they're going to respond. But at the end of the day, you the one helping yourself because vulnerability also help increase self love. You know, like for example, think about us Christian. We get vulnerable with God. You know. Like, I mean, he knows everything. He searches our heart. He knows yeah. everything. He knew when, like, how things were going to go. He knew we were going to get heartbreak at a certain point in time. All of mm-hmm. these things. And we still get, you know, at some point when you get to that lower bottle in your, ba- ba- that bottom of your life, you call on God. You become vulnerable. Like, Lord, I don't know what, am I living for you? What is it? You're vulnerable in that moment. You know what I mean? But that's the thing. They're not, the person is not God. God, God sees you. He loves you anyhow. So yeah, but we become vulnerable too. Yeah. And think and yeah. I think the way we apply that, it we apply that, we're talking to God 
and then we have the person, you know, standing next to us, we want to be treated with some sort of respect and, you know, we're not telling the person, we magically think this person is going to figure it out and say, hey, I'm coming to your rescue. No, I don't know exactly what, like, what it is. I don't know if when I say certain words, it might be a problem. I mean, there's certain things when somebody, I tell people that certain words I don't like, I tell you upfront, you know, that way you're not confused. I'm t- I, yeah, that way you're not confused. So I tell you because I know you're not going to know. So yeah. I try, that's why I try to have a, I, I try to make people comfortable around me. Like in that sense, I try to create a clean feel, comfortable, be comfortable. Tell You can tell me anything. I remember somebody telling me last night, I like you, but I'm scared. And my friends were like, don't be, you know, this is why girls treat you this way because you're so open. You're so, and for me, I, I find that like cute. I'm like, you know, if somebody tell me they like me, do you know what I mean? And they're scared of, you know, I'm like, don't be, and never be scared of rejection. Never be scared because you like somebody. Don't be, mm-hmm. a, be apologetic about how you feel about somebody. You like somebody, yeah. let the person know. Now it's up to the person to do what it needs to do with that information, yeah. right? Yeah. And if you, yeah. if you, if they lay in the right person hand, maybe they like you back too. Mm-hmm. But if you don't express yourself, they're not going to know that you, not, you know, they're not going to know. How are they going to know? How are they going to know? How can I know? Literally, right? <laughs> so it's that type yeah. of thing. And, and see the people around here is already telling him that don't be open this with this person, you know, ladies, but that's the person he is. He's, mm-hmm. He wants to express himself. You yeah. know what I mean? But you see the people around him is telling him, don't do this, don't do that. Because that's the way they have been trained. Because mm-hmm. in that mind, you, t- uh-uh, you tell her you like her. Hey, she might see you this way. And I know, get, I get it. There are some women who, when a guy tell them like that, they just block you from their phone. Or they start acting up instead of handling it in a mature way. Like if you don't feel the same way about the person, you can handle it in a mature way and say, hey, I like you too, but maybe not in the same light that you like me, you know? And it helps, but all this fire thing, you're blowing fire all over because the guy like you. Like, are you the only one? Literally. You know, that's why we get a lot of disrespect from guys because some of them now, some maybe in the past, they have been vulnerable ladies about their feelings and then they were treated a certain way. And the same thing goes for ladies too. Ladies tell a guy, oh, I like you. Then he feel like he's all to it. He's a fine guy everywhere in the school. Why? Are you the only like? Are you the only one? Is that is that kind of thing? So I think also boys and maybe vulnerability. The reason why I have a negative connotation is because of your environment and also past experiences as well. So okay. that can lead to like that hiccup. Like should I share? You know, would that be considered oversharing? Yeah. Or would that is there any boundaries? Charlie, you're in a relationship. Yes, there can be boundaries, but certain important things. You need to set straight. You need to be vulnerable mm-hmm. about it. Like you mm-hmm. can't just let that loose. Like if I'm if I'm getting to know somebody and I'm more like I'm interested, the person is interested, we should be able to talk about key things that are important if we want to take the next step. I like yeah. that. If we want, yeah, if we want to take the next step to the, you know the other level and we're seeing marriage or whatever, then you have to ask some of the questions that you really want to ask. That way you're not wasting your time and you're not wasting the person's time. Because time is precious and time waits mm-hmm. for no man. Tomorrow yeah. is not promise. Yeah. So yeah. those are some of the things though. It's tough. I, I I get that. Key things. Before I even like deviate into like the kind of place, the direction I'm trying to push this topic. Uh, you know when you're saying key things, like key things, 
you know, vulnerability, I don't think is about choosing one side and leaving the other untouched. Hmm. So, uh, you know, like I was saying this from like personal experience, I used to know somebody, was he mm-hmm. vulnerable? He was, but it was not necessarily in the key things that was going to take that relationship to the next level. Mm. He was financially vulnerable. He would, you know, I definitely knew how much he made whenever his paycheck was coming, you know, and all that, all that like shenanigans, you know, but like in the other ways that the other key things, of course, finances is also important in the relationship, yeah. right? But the other key things that also holds a relationship, he was not vulnerable and that literally broke that relationship. Literally, mm-hmm. lack of vulnerability is has the ability to break a good relationship because there is nothing wrong with him. There was nothing wrong with him, you know? There was nothing wrong with me. It was just, uh, and it was not like I was perfect or I had, or then I totally understood what it meant to be vulnerable because if I also knew, I probably would have been the first to be vulnerable to help yeah. me to vulnerable so because we were both liking you know the relationship could not go to where it needed to go but you know how you were saying like don't be afraid of rejection how you made christ like an example it makes me think like more than us being uh the people that are vulnerable how we the ways we're able to make others vulnerable to us and our roles in making others vulnerable to us like what we need to do as a people so that you know more vulnerability is allowed and it's not necessarily seen in a negative context i feel like we really need to share that with the people yeah and make it more humanizing like humanize certain things you know the humanizing like humanize it let it be effect like that type of effect you know, don't blow things out of proportion because somebody tell you then you want to be like, oh, this is how he is. This is like, oh, did he hear from someone else? Maybe he had a conversation. Imagine I have a conversation with you, right? Like something vulnerable with you. And then I go and hear from 10 other people outside, but you're the only person I, ha- I had that with. Yeah. That, that's, that can leave somebody saying, oh, never am I going to share something with anybody oh, yeah. again. Yes. So I think, yeah. So I think, I think also we have to be mature about things. Like yeah. you know, we want to dress up, we want to be like big girl, you want to kids, want to bamba. Kids, right? We want to bamba, right? But we are not willing to be mature about certain things. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. maturity is not about age, you know. Yeah. So like we have to really work on that with this the this this generation, our generation, where it's just like oh, and we're not even well, we're not even patient. Like mm. we don't know how to practice patience. Mm-hmm. Like we're it, we're basically in the microwave society. Like yeah. everything has to be. I put in the microwave. Bam! He look hot. He has six pack. That's it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Period. Like DJ from from DJ from. Yes, period. Is this six pack you're going to eat? <laughs> you, you know, do, you, do you get what I mean? So we But that's what the society. That's what society is pushing, though. That's the yeah. problem. Society is pushing this in front of us. This is it. This is all to it. So these, these people don't want to get a people get to know people on a deeper level. Yeah. And that's what vulnerability happens, that intimate level. Yeah. Do you get? It's, and yeah. people think intimate might be sex. No, Charlie. Sometimes that intimate level is, you know, <laughs> like it can just be having a conversation, like being vulnerable with certain things. And it got being vulnerable too. Sometimes everybody put their hard wall, your walls up, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to tear that down to get to to see past the wall. Imagine I'm trying to get in to get some water. If I don't open the door, if I don't, I'm not going to get in to get to where I need to be. I'll be standing out there and they will just be on the surface level. And it's the same thing. So 
I don't know. It's just, those are some of the things for me, it's more like that type of thing. And I think also we Africans need to do better in how we raise our boys. And also we, we also need to do better how we raise our girls as well. Of you know, it goes yeah. both ways. But I think the men, we don't pay attention to the men too much. You know, mm-hmm. we're growing up, the girl's in the kitchen. She's learning how to be a wife and all of those things. What is the guy learning how to do? But even a girl, she's learning how to be a wife, but they're still not teaching her how to be vulnerable. Like, it's true to be op- to open up. Yeah, they tell, yeah, it's your husband. So, yeah, we don't really express how we want to be. How we want to be. Like, some women will tell you, like, I don't know how to tell my husband what I like. This is me. It's not, I'm not, I'm not married. Okay. But no. I have read books where women oh. are not able to tell their husband what, how they want to have sex. Girl, hundred girl, you know in this woman world how women actually married women are actually more open about discussing their journey now these days. Like I've yes. spoken to many married women, like I know actually two married women who talk about, oh yeah, I need to tell my husband we, we were having a conversation the last time, and you know the those two women are my sister's friend. They were like, yeah, my husband doesn't know. I've never shared that with him. I'm like, what? I've been married for at least two years. I don't understand. And and, and you had, never know. You might be so. Yeah. And you might beg it because maybe he don't know, so he can't he satisfy himself and you just are just there. You just laying there yeah. because you don't want to tell him again in your mind because you've been programmed like if you tell him he'll be like you're a wayward woman. No, you're in a marriage. That's what that thing should happen, right? You're in a marriage. So why can you not tell your husband this is how I want to be, you know, satisfied yeah. sexually? Or emotionally, yeah. all the, this is how right. I want to be treated. I want you to, if it's role play, then role play. If it's, I mean, it work for you. I know my church people don't come for me. I'm just saying, because <laughs> in the church, you know, they, the way they make sex, they make it as this bad thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so people go from there. You go, you can go to the, the classes and stuff, right? Single right. class. Now you get married. You don't know anything about sex except that you have to have a marriage. You know how? Like you don't really know your body, right? Have you have you seen Bridgerton? Oh yes, girl. You thought like she had no idea. What Zero idea. Like, that was hilarious. But then that was like century. Before. Oh no, we're dealing with it today. Except yeah. for our generation, who knows their body? Who wants? This oh, and that, like, yourself, yeah, right. For yourself, even still, even still. Yes, yeah, true. I, and and that's the thing. It's like that type of thing that have been instilled in people, a lot of people, and it's passed the generation to generation. Yeah. And people are not able to talk about anything. Like people are so afraid. Even talking to your mom about certain things, people are afraid. Or sometimes you talk to your mom about something, and then some from some parent, what are you talking about that? Like, mm. yeah. But let me raise a point about that. I, I think, like, at this stage that I am, because mm-hmm. it, it took me a lot of confidence to be that person who is becoming vulnerable here in friendship and in our relationship. It's really, like, sometimes I have to breathe in, like, girl, forget it. Stop thinking too much about yeah. what's going to happen after. Just say what you need to say and move on. But one biggest lesson I have learned is that vulnerability births vulnerability. Yes. So in a space where you need the other person to be vulnerable, and this is not just your romantic relationship. True. This is like in your family, your friendship, you have to be vulnerable first. Yeah. And watch Literally. how 
others, I mean, 80% to 90% of the time, they will become vulnerable to you. I said that happened with my mom. Like I, my mom has been a great, great, great mom, you know, just, just, just a good woman. But we yeah. never had that girl-girl relationship. You know, mm-hmm. that vulnerability. And it's not until recently that I saw my mom be telling me a lot of things about her relationship, about yeah. when she was young, her journey. But the thing is, though, my mom is, of course, way, way older than me. But that that vulnerability started from me. It was me telling my mom things I would not tell her before because we didn't really have that girl-girl relationship. It's yeah. me, like, opening up to her and things that she probably did not expect me but, yeah. to come to her and be talking about. But it's like, usually, we're always expecting vulnerability from the other person without being the first to open up. So usually, on a regular context, I should have been the first one ex- expecting my mom because first she's older second she's my mom yeah. to be the one to be most vulnerable with me before i can yeah. be telling her about you know that boy and this and that but you know you have to be the one to start sometimes if that's truly what you want from the other person yeah. you know that that level of relationship even to you look at us though our friendship we we've known each other for so long but our friendship got deeper when we started being vulnerable with each other with literally isn't that what the breath of this podcast even that's how we that's get breath of this podcast literally oh, vulnerability literally this is crazy so imagine it's so crazy oh god literally we started talking about you know our journey you know uh, our childhood growing up as a girl all the things we had to pass through and how the stories are so crazily similar yeah yeah so we got to talk about this on the pod. um, podcast. Yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> Yo, I remember this. But yeah, I just, I just feel like, you know, in vulnerability, you got to be ready. And it's not like you have to be perfectly. No, uh, you don't have vulnerability to. World. No, just get started by, you know, being ready to open yourself up to somebody else. I mean, let, let me even deviate a little bit. When I, the first time I learned about vulnerability, it was not mm-hmm. in a relationship. It was actually at a church a church I used to go to a long time ago this pastor preaches for like 15 minutes at the most and I sat down in that church that day usually I never understand what this pastor is saying because it starts from this like really high wisdom level I never really connect to his preaching but this day was talking about Christian vulnerability and it was Mm. talking about how Christians we we just approach somebody and say come give your life to Christ you know, without a foremost relationship. And, and before vulnerability is a relationship. You can't yes. expect somebody to be vulnerable without being in some form of relationship. relationship yeah. So he was talking about how you don't just walk into somebody and say, I have Christ to give to you, which is mostly how, you know, people yeah, want to bring Christ to you. You got to give them some form of relationship and then from some form of vulnerability invite them to see the kind of life how you're such an imperfect christian and how christianity is not uh, uh, this perfect image and then watch them be vulnerable with you and watch you have a reason for them to meet christ yeah and so that was my first context of vulnerability and from there that just made sense relationship opening up vulnerability Mm -hmm. and boom vulnerability from the other person you know and and that yeah, and I think maybe we need more churches like that who can talk about that because every time you go to church, everybody is at the door, the usher welcome you, they're smiling, but deep down they're yeah. going through things, but they don't want to share it because they don't know who's going to take it from the church and go start talking yeah. about their problems. Mm-hmm. I faced that in a church setting where you tell somebody yeah. something and then the next thing the pastor is preaching about that thing. 
So I, I know how that can hurt, but that shouldn't stop you because maybe it might just be the wrong people. So it's also important to keep in mind too, you don't want to open up to the wrong people too. Because mm-hmm. yes. yeah. you can sense the, the environment, the person, you know, so you have to be very careful also. I, so I get, you know, so me, I'm ta- I'm speaking from both sides of my mouth. So like one thing is like being vulnerable. Oh, I also agree. Another yeah. side is like, literally be careful who you open up to. I agree, hundred percent. I, I I think this is why, even though we started this podcast on a way of bringing a positive light, to it's okay to open up. It's okay yeah. to give pieces of yourself to people. We also shared how how we can be people others can be vulnerable with. But yeah. it's also important to also share why you don't need to be vulnerable in some True. space. Why vulnerability is not a need sometimes like you gotta of course check your environment and of course if you know like i said relationship before vulnerability if these people are not giving you some sort of trust level or consistency in the way they show their self to them which would be relationship why open yourself to them that person of in course, the first place it, it cannot they cannot afford a piece of you they cannot no, you're too expensive <laughs> Period. Literally. <laughs> so not everybody, not everybody need a piece of you, sweetie. Not everybody. Uh, However, there's somebody that need all of you. Okay. <laughs> Literally. But yeah. All of me. All of me. Yeah. That's actually fits into this. You think yeah. that's a, I don't remember the song, but you think he was talking about vulnerability? All no, yeah. Me, no. All your and that's your imperfections. That is true. Wow. Give your all to me. I give my all to you. Yeah. Open up. Give pieces mm. of yourself. Full piece of yourself, actually. To yeah. the person is deserving of it. Yeah, not everybody deserves you. Oh, no, no, literally. no. <laughs> not everyone deserves you. Not everyone deserves your time. However, mm-hmm. pray for them though, but they don't really deserve your time and and and, and, and everything. So yeah, so definitely this episode. I know, guys, we could go on and on about this topic because it's a huge, it's a huge topic. But we know we're gonna revisit this again from a different yeah. angle because more this is more of a relationship aspect, mm-hmm. you know. But and also vulnerability. You have vulnerability also comes in friendship and all of that. So maybe yeah. that might be something we might try to, you know, hit might be another thing that we'll try to talk or even bring a guest on to be able to discuss oh, this one, you know, because this is a huge thing and a lot of people are going yeah. through this 100%. in this day and age. Yeah, 100%. And see, we just taught you how to bump up because let me tell you, you want to chill with the big guys. You got to be vulnerable. How vulnerable. You-, <laughs> you have to be fine. You have to be confident. Like you have to. Like get yourself yourself together, get up, queen. Like walk up, do your thing, and he, a guy will be vulnerable around you because you have yeah. you create that space. You have you have this amber like this this thing about you. Like you yeah. know they see they be like ah uh-uh, ah I need I have to now. You know maybe it's the smile that you give the being authentic with the person. You know yeah. and then you know daring too. Mm-hmm. And to add to that, one guy told me he's like. I, I, 
of course, I met him at the restaurant and he was talking about how, you know, on our pod, because he started listening to our pod and he was like, can we talk about how to get African women? So this is the podcast for you, my brother. You get to listen to. Oh, yeah. To get an African woman is to be vulnerable. Vulnerable. It's crazy. It's like that trick ladies don't discuss every time. But let me tell you, one of the ways, after finances, of course, that that man got her is because he was vulnerable with her. He keeps opening up to her and she, you, who that emotions, you know, he just yeah, swallows her up and she just gives all of herself back. So true. Yeah. True. You never know who you might be, you know, vulnerable with and that will want all of you as well. Yeah. 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 Keisha Cole said, I'll give you all of me. I'll give you everything. If you promise you will be right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. come with me. You hold my hands, my heart in your hands. And it's okay, because I trust that you'll be right here from the start. Okay, guys, I can't sing. I guess you're pushing me. Please. No, that voice was hitting it, girl. That's you were doing kitty kitty. You yeah. were doing kapakata, you were yeah. doing it, you know? <laughs> uh, but guys, if you know you enjoyed listening to How to Bam Bam, aka How to Be Vulnerable, you have to go follow us on our Instagram page at Fly From Africa Podcast. Post us on your story, drop a review. You can follow a podcast, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Amazon, right? Like literally anywhere. Amazon, you can go on Amazon. Like, wow, we're there. We're oh, there. We're, we're ch- you want to chill with the big girls? I know. <laughs> if you want to chill with the big girls, you got to follow Fly from Africa podcast. Actually, if you want to be deeper, deeper with the big girls, you can send us an email at flyfromafricapodcast at gmail.com. But if you want to go deep, 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 if you want all of us, because right now all of us is on sale. I give oh, <laughs> you can <laughs> you can drop a review on apple podcast you know that's where we usually see most of the review but you can drop the review on anywhere else spotify and anywhere else that allows you to review us and you know thank you for staying in our corner yeah we appreciate you guys now before we go we just have to say thank god you know thanks to god so we're just going to do a little short prayer Let's pray. Gracious and Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you for today. Thank you for this episode. Thank you for all that you have done. Thank you for our listeners as well. We pray that you bless them, you keep them. And thank you for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. amen. In Jesus' name. Amen.